0: hey i just got back from lunch did you finish that report yet
1: uh well not exactly i still working on it. i'm not finished just yet uh, i got a little sidetracked but i will get them to you first thing this afternoon
0: <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon
1: well yeah I, I i understand that but i mean i i am working but on w- what on. do
0: you mean that the report isn't finished yet
1: i'm i'm still in the process of working on it. i've just been a little
0: distracted D- distracted our meeting starts in an hour Dude, are you even listening to me right now?
1: Welcome to episode 99 of the Tail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me in the Rack Shack, Charles Headland. How you doing, buddy? What's up? I mean, we got somebody else in here, too. I just want to jump right into that.
2: Yeah. What's
0: up, Joe? What's up, Joe? Hi, guys.
1: Returning guest, honorable, honorary, honorary
2: member of the White Whitetail Distraction Podcast. Yeah, I
0: think you just made me that tonight. I did. I like <laughs> we it. We knighted uh, him tonight. We did We should
2: him. knight him with my little uh, uh spike up there. Oh, I like it. <laughs> oh, that's I the one it. I
0: ripped his head off.
2: Yeah, that's the one we... <laughs> ripped his head off. <laughs> we did, too. We found him. Yeah. We found him like a week later and ended up cutting his head off. Poor yeah. guy. Yeah. Poor guy. It happens. First archery buck, though. I'm still claiming that. It's my first archery buck ever.
1: I like it. I'm proud of you.
2: Yeah. Coyotes ate him up. Yeah. Quite Damn a bit. Coyotes.
1: Mine's over there in that pile. Somewhere.
0: <laughs> Underneath the saw. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I, that's a, your, that buck actually came past me. Yeah, obviously we're both at the age that we could kill spikes. Joe passed him, like no, year I shot. Uh, I think my first archery buck. I shot that opening day. That uh, nine, nine point, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See,
1: he passed him. <laughs> mm-hmm. The
0: yep. first archery deer, actually. Yeah, yeah. The and then that the rest of that year I had bucks all around me. Nothing bigger or anything, but he's that's one okay. of them.
2: Who's first archer year they go out and first morning, first opening day of season shoot? That's my second archer year. Oh, sorry. Second archer year, first day, opening morning, shoots first, a freaking nine point.
0: First Just, actual bow, like the first year was that leftover PSE. Yeah. I was shooting like 15 yards, had no knowledge about anything, <laughs> didn't have a range finder, didn't have anything. I was shoot you know, I guess, like I said, I was sighted in for 15 yards and I ended up missing that buck out that same property. Charles came up to me and he range found like a bell of hay and said, this is 25 yards. And I'm thinking in my head, what the hell does that even mean? You know, (laughs) I didn't know aim high or anything. I was just on my own 13 years old. Now, nowadays kids are like sitting with their parents for however many years and have cross oh, shit, guns. Man. I have this bow. I could barely even pull back. You know, <laughs> I'm sitting all by myself and I'm blind. <laughs> you got kids at six and eight dropping
2: freaking one fifties, one yeah, eighties. Like, come Isn't on, that man! Crazy. It's not. Well, I
0: mean, bow technology is so crazy now that you know, if it was different back then, I'm I'm sure I would have been able to actually have a bow that was able to shoot a little better. But I had yeah. a bow that was probably ten years older than that. You yeah, know?
2: with like a six inch overdraw.
0: <laughs> oh my
2: god yeah yeah know right, that was the little baby bow huh yeah we we went through some hand me down bows but right. dude you have to right i mean it's not like parents just had money laying around to go buy brand new bows back then i had a junky little bow that did. i don't even know how to name the next dude. year we both got a next year must have been brand good new Fred Bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah a couple brand new bows that actually fit us man i don't think dad actually slaying.
0: expected me to even see anything at that point <laughs> he just threw me places and was like all right just hunt yeah. this <laughs> it, repetitively.
2: Was, it was funny back then he's right i mean he would typically just like mark like that tree there is x amount of yardage shoot anything inside of that just put the pin on the chest you know sometimes he'd even put like a stick or something out there with a little ribbon on it that was like that was max distance because <laughs> Dude, back then I'm pretty sure he paced it off. Like I don't even know if he had a rangefinder Probably back then. Not.
0: You know, I mean we had that. zero to no knowledge too. And you know, yeah, just it's, it's, it's just crazy deer. to think that <laughs> we just went out with like no knowledge at all, at 13 years old with a bow in your hand, just hoping for the best. You yeah. know, yeah. I think that deer came in 25, 30 yards, and I just aimed normally. Obviously, <laughs> whiffed. Yeah, <laughs> it happens, but man. The good old days. Yeah,
1: man, the
2: good old days well uh, we got a little ahead of ourselves here let's quickly touch on our partners of the show who make this the best podcast on the planet Earth from Western PA
1: that is from western okay <laughs> that, that little caveat there that's what made it so it's
2: good <laughs> Screegear. Scree gear, man. Love my scree gear. I do too, man. I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> There's a picture of me behind a white tailed animal with a lot of scree gear on. Just saying. there, There is. It's bouncing around the interwebs. Yeah. I yeah. now have a Christmas ornament with that picture I on it. I saw
1: that tonight. That's freaking that cool, cool, man.
2: That was cool. Man, my wife loves me. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried about that for a little while. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> you know i didn't hunt a lot the first couple weeks i've been pounding it the last couple weeks yeah going out every opportunity i can me you know, too switching my work schedule around shut up <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're not wrong every opportunity you can yeah you know yeah. it's just it's been it's been good man it's been really good but Scree gear has been keeping me through at the layering system i got my 150 base layers back Sizing's perfect on them. I mean, just beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. Gosh, I, I love like those it. things. So comfortable, and just the greatest layering system
1: that I've ever owned. Guys, go check them out. Use code WDP twenty.
2: Uh, A Black Friday sales too right now. Yeah, up to thirty percent of, off. I think, and free shipping and on free bundles. Shipping. Guys, so, go use that code. Yeah. Or you know. If you can't use the code, if it's on sale, yeah. just let us know. You know, sh- Give us a shout-out or you know hit us up, whatever, and, and let us know that you're purchasing something. Yeah, we and, want to know what you guys are using. Yeah, and we'll talk to people we know on our side, too. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then we have Veteran Innovative
1: Products. VIP. VIP. Best broadheads in the game, man. They are just... They're so
2: mean. They're so nasty. Yeah, they really are. And I've been hearing you know a lot of horror stories from some of these other either flicks, fixed blades... Where they're just not getting, like, the the entrance hole and the exit holes real tiny, small. Yep, yep. Not getting a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, guys are hitting deer all over the place with them, unfortunately. But, I mean, I guess that can happen with any broadhead. But what I'm trying to get at is, like, I'm hearing all these horror stories. I'm like, dude, try the combat. Shoot a combat bat, man. Blow through some shoulders with the damn thing. I know yeah. I've been seeing it happen. Our buddy Adam Rehar. Yep. That's nice. Rehar. Rehar. Adam Rehar. Just shot a freaking nice buck, yep. blew right through its shoulder, yep. just poking out the other side, freaking devastated that deer. I shot a doe two years ago with a regular veteran. Yeah, Through
1: both shoulders. Passed through. Never found the arrow. Just kept flying. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it went to Mexico.
2: That The thing just hit the stratosphere. Yeah. Just kept rotating around it the earth. just took it's off. It's still it, going. It
1: went through both shoulders, man. Like, yeah. I'm, both shoulder blades. I actually should have kept them and hung them on the wall because it was that cool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We've been splitting. Splitting bones. Our buddy Sam shot that nice buck. Just split the bone right on yep. it. Backside. Yeah. Not even the front side shoulder. And that broadhead was probably still usable. It was. Yeah. Yeah. A couple, uh, it, well... What I'm saying is that the parts were usable. Yeah. The actual broadhead itself, what happened was it lodged in the back shoulder, like in the bone. Yeah. So deep that when the animal was running away, I'm guessing he said it the arrow was sticking out, and it hit a tree. And when the arrow hit a tree, it snapped. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, right where the broadhead, there's um that little, like little screw in. Yeah. For the blades. That's point right there. Just happened to be the point that was where it was buried up mm-hmm. to, and when it hit, it actually bent and broke the broadhead. But dude, you could pull the parts out of that thing, brand new. The blades looked brand new. Yeah. And it still splintered, broke his leg in half on that exit. If it had not, like, it, if it not been a freak accident, yeah. where it just hit that tree just right and just jarred his arrow, because he said he heard a snap basically when it hit the tree. And the arrow was laying there on the ground. Had yeah. he not done that, he would have just had to basically do what he did last year with that damn thing. He took a sledgehammer to the bone. Broke it out. Broke there. it out. Oh, my <laughs> God. <gosh. laughs> and he still uses that broadhead. He only, all he lost out of that deal was he broke the blade w- with the sledgehammer. New blades. So, but, you know, funny part about that is I text Matt, showed him pictures, told him the story. He sent him a brand new three-pack. That's awesome. On him, he said, look, this is a one-off anonymy. A anomaly? Anomaly? There you go. Is this a one-off <laughs> anomaly? That's a weird word I just came up with. And he said, "That never seen that before. I'm all my products 1,000%. Here's a whole new three-pack. Yeah. Tell me, any time you've ever heard Rage do something like that? NAP, we, we, don't, we don't talk about that. Big-name <laughs> companies. Let's <laughs> yeah. just say big-name companies. Yeah. You can message them. You can email them. You can go through their customer support. I've never heard of anybody getting a freaking... A new pack of broadheads no, because, because they there's broke. failed.
1: No, that's crazy sauce. And, and
2: and it didn't fail. That's a bad word to use. Yeah. The broadhead did its job. The deer ran 40 yards and piled up. It went through and blew it up, blew up the back leg. Boom. Dead deer. Dead deer.
1: <laughs> Better Innovative Products, guys. Go check them out. They're freaking unreal. <laughs> what do
2: I got to say? What do I got to say? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Out on a limb manufacturing. Matt Harris, Garrett. man. My boy from Oklahoma big pimping, yeah he's after some uh he's after some deer right now i've been talking to him a little bit and uh he's been after some he's been after it hard harder yeah. than normal harder than normal he lost his property out there he's pretty bummed oh no the big yeah. one yeah i'm not i can't I mean, i'm not gonna get in any details no, or no, anything no, no, no. not that i even know him but no. unfortunately yes he's been kind of reverting back to um his other leases and stuff around it, which are still good properties mm-hmm. i just watched a video of a, a guy that went out there and shot a real nice buck off of one of his properties oh damn it was kind of cool to watch actually and yeah. see you know where he was and recognize some of the spots from where you're down there in turkey season that's but, awesome but anyways out on the limb man they make some really great tree stands uh, they have all kinds of any range of tree stand you want to go fully mobile stationary you want to be mobile on sticks? They got the cars They got the hush stand. They got freaking camera arms. They got platforms for your, for us saddle guys. If you
1: want to be a mobile hunter, go check him out because he's gonna freaking hook you up.
2: If you just basically want to hunt anywhere, yeah, you want to hunt anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be stationary. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be mobile. Yeah. If you want to hunt anywhere, check him out. Right. Because he has no limits i agree speaking of no limits com.
1: canoe.com <laughs> yeah please. solid transition yes that, I guess.
2: the unlimited thank you joe appreciate that the unlimited
1: kayak. i have yet to purchase one from them i want to i love their kayaks i just i got in a weird place now i'm just like eventually i'm going to
2: oh you'll have one next year
1: oh absolutely bye
2: you'll absolutely have one next
1: by year by yak and for bass i will yes yeah
2: and once you see mine you'll be so jealous You'd be like Man Why is this guy Catching all the fish Must be the new canoe
1: Yeah Yeah Yeah. Who caught all the fish this year? Listen (laughs) I didn't even
2: have a kayak
1: this year I'm kidding
2: (laughs) Yeah but you could have Used a pole floaty I could have You're right Disappointed you didn't Damn it Russ used to have this thing and, and by the way guys, go check out New Canoe. New we'll canoe. get on with the with the podcast here. But Russ used to have this thing, Joe. Do you remember that? It was like a, a sitting. For, for trout fishing. Yeah. Like for like yeah. floating. For trout fishing. It's a
1: Colorado boat. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no. I don't I, know. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> two inner tubes on both or two like pontoons on both sides with a seat in the middle and you basically paddle with your feet. Nah, you it just like with like a, well, no, it, it was just like a it was
2: like a round inner tube. Oh, I don't know what that I'm is. I'm pretty sure, right? And you like U shaped or two pretty Maybe much where should,
0: yeah. the netting your legs go through it it was i think like, that's a colorado buddy. kick around yeah, yeah. it was,
2: yes. was kind of like what you put little babies in when you put them in the pool uh-huh. and float them around in the pool with <laughs> little baby except for adults for fishing it had yeah. like all the fishing bags and stuff on the side pretty cool i like it so what are we doing here tonight in the rack shack again
1: buddy we are uh we're gonna hear a story tonight well, that's Ooh. something that y'all have seen on the interwebs, on the Instagrams, on the Facebooks. Yeah, all you like stories, early. huh? I do. I'm I'm a big fan of the stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's your story, man. You you done
2: dead killed a big old buck. Yeah, got me a goodern. Got a goodern. I like it. Got me a goodern, man. I'm pretty pumped. It's been two years buckless for two years. Been holding out. Missed one last year at the end of the season, like rifle season two. So it just was devastating leading into this year. But I don't know, man. I went into this year basically saying I'm not going to I'm not gonna settle, but the first 110, 100-inch, 110 buck that goes by me and looks good and gets my heart pumping. You're going to light them up. You better watch the F out. <laughs> 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 we much.
1: actually talked about that in goals and stuff like that. Yeah, we did. Yeah,
2: before. I, you know, I like – I was feeling dangerous, and yeah. you better watch out, because I, I got an itchy finger. And, uh, you know, this year started off pretty awesome. Shot my first ever September deer. I pretty believe awesome. my first ever, yeah. Shot a doe in early season, and then had some rough patches where wasn't hunting much. Shot that doe, didn't recover it. And I've been after a really good buck. Yeah. Like a really good buck on one of our properties. And I have him at five yards, and I don't know, did I ever tell that story on this? On here, I don't, I don't think know I did. if you told it on the, that last episode that we did No I don't think I did So I hope I didn't If I did we'll cut it all out Yeah. Anyways season goes on I've been chasing a really big buck And I was kind of holding out for him Didn't want to settle you know Clint Casper inspiration Don't fucking settle That's Clint <laughs> Casper right That's like so him And in those words There's a couple things from Actually from that kind of group with the working class guys You know One, every action Has consequences I've been telling myself that since that day You know, everything you do Has a consequence So when you you do something slow Or you do something lazy It's going to have a consequence Somewhere down the line And that's purely what I did When I blamed myself for not Getting an opportunity on that giant Like a giant maybe of my lifetime But I don't know We'll see. Yeah. He's still out there. He is. Joe still has a tag. He Uh-oh. still have a tag. I'm just saying. Uh-oh. There's a few people that still have tags. I don't know where he went. He's ghosted. He's been gone. I checked cameras the other day. There is Buck B, we'll call, which is a really nice ten point on that property. And he was on camera October like 26th, 7th, and 9th, all pretty much at night. Yeah. Which is weird. You know, that time frame, that property is really good usually. Daylight, chasing. And he was moving. I mean, he was on two cameras in that area, but yeah. not too close to each other. Yeah. So, I was kind of getting frustrated because I wasn't seeing any bucks. And I haven't been seeing any mature does. And I don't know if this is like this for everybody else out there. I know some of the other guys I've been talking to have been seeing kind of the same thing where either you're you're seeing them chasing and, you know, big bucks, dog and does, or you're just seeing nothing. And we've been seeing, like... I know I've been seeing a lot of just little uh, yearling deer. That's it. Like big groups of yearling deer. The one night I went out, I think I saw 11. They were. I don't think one of them was mature doe. Oh geez. So I'm like, well, these were all the deer that got kicked. There should be doing the math. At least five <laughs> mature doe somewhere around here. Let's say one died. There's four mature doe somewhere around here. And I know there's two mature bucks missing. And at least two more on camera, that would be, you know, more maybe. One. You thought mm-hmm. about it. The one I showed you, you're like, that's a pretty good buck, man. I'm like, yeah, but there's these two. I'd have probably really, really right. thought uh, about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and if he put on the show, I would have too. So I've been getting frustrated. I've been really pounding that property, just jumping around here and there, staying mobile, never hunting the same spot twice, other than the one really good pinch point I hunted twice. And I said, you know, screw it. Joe's been hunting another property on and off. In uh, in a spot where he's had obviously some pretty damn good success over the years, and he's you know you had an opportunity at a nice deer.
0: Uh, which one are you referring to? The one I shot. Oh yeah. How's <laughs> uh, about to say that's the only one. Uh, yeah. Well, we we were both kind of chasing him, you know, there for a little bit. You had more pictures than I did. Right. You didn't pay the money for your cell cam, so. He daylighted, like, three times the first week of archery, and we had no clue. A lot. You know? <laughs> the first, the I don't know, you want me to get on, like, a little side note? Go ahead, go ahead, do it, man. The first week of archery, uh, I want to tell one story real quick, if you don't mind. Do it, bud. Uh, first day, we didn't really see much in the morning, and then the evening, I, I just thought this was cool, because, like, I've, I've done this, but, you know, it's not too often you do it and succeed. Where you just go rogue, you know. You're just like, I'm going to go out there. I'm just going to go to a new area and just get as far back as possible and just get crazy, you know. I like it. And I did that the evening of first day. I went to drive past out this, uh, down this road. We never really drove down much or ever really hunted. And uh, I get about, I don't know, not even 100 yards down this road, maybe 50. And there's a tree down and there was, like, this just crazy flash in my head where I was like, I'm going to get crazy, dude. I'm just going to walk this road down as far as I could really even stand. And then I'm going to cut into the woods somewhere, you know, nice. Or if I see a nice trail going through, whatever, I'll go and snoop around. So my goal was to get to the end of this road. And I'm going, going, and I'm walking for, like, 45 minutes at this point. Oh, it was, like, to the point of, like, I have to walk back out of here at some point. So, I'm like, oh, I cut across the road. I mean, cut across the woods and get to the end of this dirt road. And I tried doing that. And I hit this big thicket and then it just, I start backtracking. I'm like, I'll backtrack down this thicket until I see a nice trail coming out of it or some good sign and then I'll hunt that. And I start doing that. And all the sign was like super old, super old, super old. Like, uh, so, and then I, I keep going, keep going. And I see, like, this old blind that's all beaten up and, like, tore up laying there. Because the road at one point was open, you know. It was right. probably used back then, but it hasn't in a while. It was all overgrown. So I get to there, and I'm, I'm looking around, and, and I'm looking at my map, and my map's showing, like, I'm pretty much in, like, this funnel area in between two slashes. So it's, like, a good travel corridor. If, you know, they want to travel in between or they want to escape or something, they can't really run through the thicket very well, you know. So they'll probably go in between these two thickets. So I sit up there, and I was, like, real close to that uh, to that blind. And, of course, later on that night, end up having three doe just burst through the woods at me. Like, something scared them. I don't know what it was. So they come flying through them. I literally, I'm whistling, I'm meeping. <laughs> I, I got to the point of like, hey, <laughs> I'm yelling at this one. It's, it's running up behind me. And I turn because there's another one. There's two of them coming through. The other one was just, I don't know where the heck it went. And uh, the one's just not stopping, not stopping. I'm yelling at it, whistling at it, just trying to get it to stop for two seconds. I'm at full draw. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty much underneath me. So by the time it stops, it's completely away from me behind some trees and i turn i'm like that that bigger one's over there so i whip around and it's coming through the thicker area i have like no lanes so right when it starts getting into a lane i go Meh, real loud <laughs> and it comes to a complete stop and all that's really hanging out like eight inches of vitals i'm like all right i can make that happen i snuck one in there smashed it with the veteran i just started using this year that's what i'm talking about but i mean
2: combat veteran
0: yeah combat veteran yeah yep so russ came back with the the quad would thank god and where i killed it was still you know decently far back off that quad trail and uh we ended up for the first time ever doing a deer pull Awesome. yeah we put a i cut a slit through its legs and then I cut a slit through its front legs, and then I cut a slit through the tarsal gland, and I stuck a a sapling through there, and we carried it out because there was no dragging it. It was all glacier rock. It was just disgusting. We're on the edge of a thicket, and I'm telling you, with a doe, it's probably the most legit thing I've ever done, dragging-wise. We get that the whole way out, and like I said, it was like, it was almost like killing a big buck just because you went out there, you know, and you just – you go all out, you know. You go all in in an area you've never been before, and you come out with a win. Like, that's – I'm a big fan of that, man. That yeah, it's awesome. That. It really is. Yeah. Especially
2: in big woods when you got the room to just go. Yeah. Yeah. I, see, I see now how you circled back on that story. I'm like, where's he going yeah. with all
1: this? I walked
0: this? <laughs> for probably – an hour and fifteen minutes before I found that tree. Yeah,
1: you're just bee bopping around but, through there, checking everything out. I don't
0: know. It was cool.
1: I like it, man. I like it. I've never done the. Uh, I've always wanted to do like the deer pole and like them in like that, but I never really had an opportunity. We probably should have the one time, but we didn't.
2: <laughs> what? What? Where would we have come up with a piece of wood to do I don't so? Know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Those trees and stuff, and they were all yeah. tangled and twisted. We still should have floated
1: it. I should have just. Yeah. Got in and done it.
2: Yeah, right. It was freezing. I
1: know. Should have.
2: <laughs> it got cold anyhow. It yeah. was. It was late October. Like it was. Yeah, we should have done
0: something other than we did though. <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so bad. The, the second story was uh the first Friday of the season. I went to my my spot. I got my buck in last year. First Friday this season. And I was thinking, you know, just just nice being in that your good spot the first time in the year, you know. And I'm sweating, and I don't have my hat on or anything. I have like nothing really ready. My bow's ready, you know, and that's about it. And I'm just like trying to get my life together, like you know, like all right, I just got to, got to put my face paint on. I got to get my hat on. I got to do this. I got to do that. And I hear this crunching. I'm like, the heck is that already? You know, I look up and there's a coyote creeping Ooh, through. Yeah, I know what you're going with. So <laughs> he comes through. I'm like all right. You're dying today, you know? Yeah. I, my first time I ever hunted that stand, I I killed a buck. My, my nice 2017 buck and it got eaten by coyotes within like 3 hours. So I had a little payback coming at him, you know? Yeah. So it starts creeping through, creeping through and it's it's stand there and it's it's in like inside like this apple tree and I might have been able to sneak an arrow in there, but it was just too sketchy, you know. So I wait for him to come out, and I was kind of like nervous to to stop him because I've like tried stopping coyotes before, and they just take off. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll just I'll just shoot him while he's walking, you know. So he hits the opening, and it's like this big wheat field, and he just starts cruising like kind of fast through it, and he's he's a coyote, you know. I could see like most of his body, but where I was aiming, I couldn't even see his body, and I fling one off, and he goes, bananas, dude. He yeah. starts doing circles, <laughs> yep. like running like like a hyper dog, like crazy, crazy circles, did like three circles, then he like runs off like a maniac, and he starts jogging away. I'm like, what the heck just happened? So it was early. I got down. I checked my arrows completely clean, and there's some blood on the ground, so I must have hit one of those weeds and deflect a little bit or yeah, something probably. but must have nicked his belly and uh so i get back up at my stand and i'm at this point i'm changing my shirt <laughs> put my my deodorant on and everything and i got my shirt like around my head and i hear some crunching i'm like what is going on here <laughs> and i look up there's another coyote coming at me i'm like what <laughs> so i throw my 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 one arm in the sleeve i got my shirt Halfway on, like, <laughs> <laughs> and he he comes walking in like fifteen yards. He's doing the same thing. He's cruising through. I'm like, I'm not missing this one. I ended up smoking him, dude, right through the ribs, That's fifteen yards. About. He went running off like a maniac. If it wasn't so that hot that night, I would have continued the track. But I was tra- I was tracking by myself, sweating my ass off. It started raining too, and it start yeah, it started raining. I ended up having Charles pick me up on the back door there shorten up my walk a little bit yeah. there you go was after, that was just crazy man two coyotes and one hunt i never heard of that
2: yeah that's pretty good especially with a bow yeah that was after uh ryan's wedding rehearsal dinner oh yeah <laughs> so i'm picking him up and got like freaking dress pants on dress yeah. shoes like can you you're not coming to help me
0: track right i'm like no i no. don't think so bud. <laughs> oh. not in my slacks and i, I wanted to find him shoes. so bad but it was just it was getting late yeah I'm sweating. It's raining. I'm hit them to touch back. You know, yeah. coyotes. That's
1: all right. Yeah, uh, get rid depends. of them, man. Yeah. What, get you get rid of you, of those what are you gonna?
0: If you had something to do
2: with them, I mean, yeah. You know, make a rug or something. I don't know. Just get them. Yeah, it was either tanned, mount them
1: or skinned. Get some crazy-eyed
0: mount. <laughs> yeah, you can get a full mount. <laughs> one less Bambi killer is good for me. That's yeah. all I need to. No, that's good, man. That property needs some coyotes taken off of
2: big time. Yeah. it. Big does.
0: Yeah, I just got a picture of one the other night. Yeah. He was clearing the way
2: for what ended up happening later on in the year. He's just getting all the coyotes out Ooh, the way. All, exactly. Exactly. Yep.
0: I thought the place was infested. You see two in one hunt. I was like, geez. All over the place. I was seeing a lot last year, too. But
2: yeah. But yeah, on trail camera. So the trail cameras, as I was telling you in the update on a couple episodes ago, man, you know, I had these deer, like this big nine point, and these other deer all over camera, like every day. From the first through the seventh, and man, I'm mean, daylight, 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 and you know, me being too cheap, being too cheap is just like you know, not gonna re up, and so I was kicking myself pretty hard. And then that you know missed opportunity at the other property on that really big buck. It was like, okay, something's got to give. Got to turn this season around. Like, got to change something. Just keep getting out there, changing it up, really paying attention. And I started to think to myself, like, man, you you really got to start using your brain. Like, think of past experiences where you've witnessed, you know, where deer go when pressure's up and, you know, bedding areas. Start thinking. instead of just going through the motions and going to areas where you've seen deer in the past or not really seen deer in the past, but I mean like that season, I need to start using, you know mri most recent information available to me right but also going in and start thinking more like use my brain start breaking things down so we decided to hunt this other property that the night i think it was wednesday night i'd snuck out after work joe was down there john was down there and russ was down there
0: i called off because i ended up having him daylight that same buck daylighted at my stand Probably walked right underneath my stand. He was twenty yards away on my camera at two fifty three.
2: Yeah, yeah, that a so big nine point
0: that we had all over camera showed up on his cell cam again yeah. on Tuesday. Oh. So I put it. I put in a day off for that, that next day. Like right then and there, when I saw it on my phone, I was like, "So we all went in, all all four of us, yeah, yeah. over covered pretty brothers. much a lot of the property, yeah, and just sat all day
2: long." Yeah, literally 12 hours, yeah.
1: That, <laughs> all day sits are
2: tough, man. Yeah, yeah, that's real tough. Especially in a lock-on, man. It's not super uber comfortable. Yeah. Anything, really, you sit all day is tough. So, I didn't see shit that night. Uh Joe, you saw a deer late,
0: is that right? I ended up having a spike and a little three-point hung out with me for like six hours that day. <laughs> and, uh... But that wasn't... Was that the, the night last, that
2: he came by and... Yeah, the last
0: 15 you? minutes. I think I grunted at some point, and And uh, the last 15 minutes of the hunt, I ended up hearing some grunting. And I had that three-point in earlier hanging out with me all day. And he was grunting. And it didn't sound like real mature, you know. It kind of just sounded a little softer toned. And just I'm thinking, is it him again? And I'm looking everywhere, you know. And it's at that point where it's like... You know, you have to start focusing your eyes on some things. You know, there's 15 minutes left of the hunt. Yep. And uh, I'm looking all around, looking all around, and I don't see anything. And finally I look up, and he starts brushing out behind that the trees in front of me. Because, like, my entire, like, right half I can't see out in the field because there's just trees. I mean, I can see, like, during, like, complete full daylight. But once it starts breaking down like that, you can't really see through it. You know, everything starts blending in. And I see him start poking out there and I'm like oh shit you know it's it's a good buck and I put my binocs on I'm like that's him that's the one we've been after yeah man and I hit him with the range finder he know somewhere around fifty yards and there was a he was like through these branches so I ended up I'm looking I'm looking and I'm just thinking like what's what's gonna happen here you know I'm trying to play it all out in my head like what are what are my best chances here do I Try rushing off a shot. Is this the best shot I'm going to have, like, coming up here? Or is he going to cut down this hill like some other have done and then then brush back towards me at, like, 13 yards? Or he could start, you know, narrowing down towards the wood line and, and get inside 20, 30 yards. So I'm trying to figure out what he's going to do. And I have no shot. You know, he's, all, he's through these limbs. So I'm watching him, watching him. Keep hitting with the range finder. He just keeps getting further and further away. And then he poked out probably around 60 yards. Yeah, a poke, man. And It's a bomb. He's yeah. hanging out, hanging out. I'm like, I'm not doing anything crazy like that, man. I don't want to wound a buck that we've been after. And then nobody gets him, you know. I'm yeah. not going to be that guy. <laughs> so then, and then I have him at 70. And then he keeps going out. And he's pretty much about to crest the hill. And I'm thinking... I'm not going to grunt at him now because he's just going to look over and go, you know, you're playing games with me, you know. Yeah, right, right. He's a mature buck. So Better he
1: doesn't know that you're there i at all. I, you know, I've mm-hmm. done this
0: before in the past. I'm, I'm thinking I'll wait until he crests that hill. and As soon as you can't see me anymore, I hit a couple grunts. And he starts cresting the hill, and I thought he was completely over. And I hit a couple grunts. I can still see his antlers, like his face. So I don't know if he peeked over at that point or what, but and then he ended up cresting the hill, and I kind of freaked out. I was like, "Should I? Did I not grunt loud enough? Did did he even hear me?" He's going through this these high weeds. Yeah. So I hit a couple bleats, and then I'm still like real nervous, and I don't got a whole lot of time, and I'm just like, I just want to get him in, just want to get him in. I I freaked out, and maybe I was too aggressive. I end up hitting a couple grunts after the bleats, and then. I just waited, waited, looking, listening, and I don't know if he ended up sneaking around behind me, you know, like tailing around behind me and trying to find me, because I'm in school. On um, my one, I have my <laughs> headphones on. I got one headphone on, and I'm in school right now in my tree. And I thought I heard like a grunt, like right behind me, and I'm. Like, I i did not know if it was feedback from school because like nobody was talking yet. <laughs> so I just ripped the earplug out. I'm like, screw this. And I'm just listening, listening, I'm trying to look. And at that point, it was just, it was too late, you know. There wasn't (laughs) much time left. (laughs) It's tough, man.
2: Yeah, so Wednesday was a good day for him. I mean, he had an encounter with this big nine point that we've been after. I didn't see a DM deer. I mean, where I was at is an area where Joe shot Jimmy. And, you know, it's been a known travel corridor in the rut. Again, I was starting to try to think about things and start to, you know, put in a place like wind direction and bedding and correlating all these things. And, of course, I come up with a dud first try, right? Yeah. <laughs> just an absolute stinker. And then our brother Russ had bucks chasing does all around him at, like, 3 o'clock, 3.15. Sweet. He had a buck chasing a doe. He had another buck come in. And I think, uh, I don't know, was the other big buck chasing a doe too? or he, he said just-
0: there was a shooter chasing a doe, did three circles around him, never got a shot. I think he was ran a off, draw. At and moment. when he ran off, it must have spooked two other deer out of that area or whatever happened. A shooter and another, like a decent eight, what? came flying out towards him. And he said the, the eight's the only one that gave him a shot. But at that point, you got two shooters in the area. Why yeah, shoot the smaller, the smaller one? You right. know, and he His right. standards are higher. So he said a few of us would probably you know, end up passing on him. So I don't know how big he was, but he said he thought that 9 was one of the ones that was running with that small buck which there there's could a possibility be. <clears throat> I don't know what time you got in the woods but I'm I know sure. that travel corridor goes around from him past you around to me and that could have happened because that's what that's what Jimmy did when I shot him he went from you down directly past where Russ was hunting and he circled the whole way around that Which way did he come from? From
2: you, the night you saw Oh, he came from the buck tree area. He came from that back door. Because I think I have him on my cell cam, but it's like, you can't really see a deer, but he said he kind of came from that direction, and it, what was it then, 624, he saw him at 630, 624, I had a blank picture that looks like a side of a deer behind a really big oak tree, and it looks like just the side, like you could barely make out a deer, but I don't know if he's actually in the picture or not. But it's just funny that I have a picture at 624, then he sees him six minutes later from that direction. Yeah. But, you know, either two th- – one of two things could be happening here. Either there's another big nine point in the area. Yeah. Or he may have come, you know, past Russ and then shortcut instead of coming to me. Could've because the, the – the, yeah, the two bucks that I saw Saturday morning, the, the day I killed my deer – came off that hillside like directly at me I was hunting a uh, ladder stand that we have set up on the property on the edge of this field and like at a back corner of this field and it's like a high grassy field it's not planted or anything and they all came from the same direction kind of sniffing like there had been at some point a, a doe in the area so, I'm thinking he might have shortcut and went up, or there's two big nine points, which is very possible. That's totally possible. In our, in our property that we hunt, it's very possible that could happen too. But that night, that day, I didn't see shit that Wednesday. But, you know, there was a lot of action that day in that property. And then, you know, Friday was my next day I could hunt. I went down to the other property with the giant. I saw all those little deer, those 11 deer that I was telling you about earlier. And, you know, we were at a loss. I know I was at a loss at that point. I had no clue what I what I should do. I know Joe was kind of like, I have no idea what I'm doing either. He was going to work in the morning.
0: I hunted that stand again. Just, I mean, I knew he was in the area. I knew he was cruising through looking for does. I went in Friday yeah. with a decoy thinking, that's all I really need. He's already daylighted twice this week past there, and... Just need some first close week of to archery. He daylighted how many times? Three three times uh, the same I think more. Area? So
2: I went back through the pictures and he was daylighting like, man, I had so many pictures of him.
0: So if that's his travel route, like oh, I needed to catch that decoy and, and break the distance, really. Yep. So okay, well, yeah. I ended same up, well. that was a crap day. So yeah, like he said, we were kind of at a loss and we're talking back and forth, like, I'll go here. You go there, all oh, this spot, I, I had a camera up last year, didn't give me good feedback, it was bad camera, you know. I could go there, it's super thick, crazy travel going through there, trails pounded, but, you know, are these deer going through there? Are the right deer going through there? You yeah. know, like, at this point of the season, I was telling him, like, you, you get so worked up because you only have so many hunts left, you where them, you got to pick, Yeah. Like, you're driving yourself nuts thinking you got to pick the right spot. Absolutely. Yeah, if you make and a
2: bad move now, I mean, you could potentially, you know, not kill a deer in your archery season. Absolutely. We're bearing down. We're in the last two weeks. Yeah. You know, you, your hunts are limited because the clock rolls back. you got to make everyone count, you know, especially with our trip coming up to, oh, to Ohio this Sunday. I mean, his season's really short now. You know, it's down to the wire, so... We were just kind of thinking it over, and Saturday Friday night I was falling asleep, my phone in my hand, like, trying to check the weather and the, the sunrise and everything. I ended up falling asleep, and just my phone right on my chest, never set my alarm or anything. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Wake up Saturday morning, 710, still dark. I'm freaking out, flying through the house, getting everything ready. I'm like, oh, screw it. I had plans of going back, you know, well, initially I had plans of just hunting that ladder stand and then I was thinking well if I don't want to do that maybe I can just bring my stuff with me if I don't see the sign I want to see I'll just keep going past it and go set up farther down towards like where Russ had those deer running I'll set up down there somewhere so of course now I'm late I'm like you know screw screwed I'll just run into the ladder stand forget my seat cushion because when's the last time I've used one of those <laughs> um, forget everything pretty much you know and I run in there and I just sit up in the stand and I think it was like 9.30, a little spike comes down, and man, he's got the zoomies. He's running back and forth, just nose <laughs> to the ground. It looked like a, I keep saying it looks like a uh, a beagle, basically, when it's on a rabbit and it's trying to catch its scent. It just boom, 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 back and forth, grunting, brap, 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 brap. And I'm laughing, I'm videoing them, sending them out. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Regardless, that's pretty cool. And hey, maybe there was a hot dough that came through here last night, and you know, he's the first one to come by and there's going to be some other visitors yeah so i hang out a little longer it's about 10 30 and i say you know what i'm going to be here all day i wasn't really prepared for the day at all i don't have snacks i don't have anything okay and at some point i got to use the restroom so i'm up there and i'm like i'm just gonna get down i'm gonna go get me some nice Mangina's gina's lunch Ooh. get some pizza maybe a pepperoni roll you know just force this issue here yep yep and and I'll spend the rest of my evening deeper back towards where Russ was where I have more confidence that I'm going to see a decent deer yeah well I'm starting to pack my stuff up bow hits the ground I look up here comes a 6 point down the same trail as that spike literally the same trail right at me he's not coming in with his nose down though he's just he's just kind of coming in kind of cautious Goes to my left, hits a scrape, freshens it up, crushes it. Goes through the woods, hits another scrape. I'm literally listening on this point with the Crunchy Lease. He's hitting scrape, 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 scrape the whole way up this four-wheeler trail. (laughs) I'm like, you little bastard. It's like, all right, fine. I'm going to hang out another hour. I'm going to give it another hour. I'm going to hang out. And just in case, because they're getting bigger. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting bigger. <laughs> maybe there's more bucks to come. They're going to keep getting bigger. They're, they're coming off this hillside for some reason. They're coming down this trail. Maybe another one will come out. So I give it another hour. I don't see shit. I'm like, all right, screw it. I got to go now so I can get more hours in at this other spot. Go get lunch, come back, start making my way in. I grab my, my saddle, my platform, everything. And I'm going in. going to go do a little hanging hunt. And Joe's working that day, so he's gonna get off work. He's gonna get in around three o'clock. You know, again, he was talking about going to this place, that place. And I said, you know what? Screw it. I think we just need to go in. We're gonna tag team this area. You'll set up more towards where Russ was, and I have spots marked because I was in this area last year. I hunted it once or twice in rifle and rifle season when it was real high pressure, and I saw a ton of doe, like big mature doe. They all came out of this one area. You know, Russ was in there a few days ago. He saw some deer chasing and whatnot. Must be a good area right now. They're at least on that side of the property because I've been seeing them on camera on the southern side of the property, the big hillside. They're all on the south. Well, this is the northern side of that hillside. It's actually where the hill dumps down in like a little ravine and it shelves off, and then it dumps down even farther down in this big bowl. And I sent Joe a pin, and this whole time it's funny through my mindset. I'm going in there and I wanted to hunt another trail that was about 70 yards away. I'm like, can I hit both spots? Because I'm coming tough. in. What I did is, and maybe this wasn't the right right call at the time, but because the wind wasn't great, but that four-wheeler trail tops that whole ridge around that bull. You walk the whole way around, and then there's like a, what we call <clears> the <throat> ravine that dumps down into that bull. And that's where I was in Rifle, and I was like, well, that's my access. I'm familiar going in this way. That's the way I'm going to go in. So I sneak down the little ravine, and I'm kind of creeping in, and I'm just every about 10 yards I'm kind of stopping, looking around, just playing the the topography, playing everything out, trying to figure it all out as I go in so I can make one good clean setup. Yeah. But I know where I need to get to, and I know where it's at. There's a trail that's just like a walking trail through this multi- multifloral just thicket gnarly thicket i'm like man that could be a good travel corridor so i get down in there and basically the way it plays out you go down this real steep little like ditch and then it opens up and there's open woods that kind of goes to the left and then it pinches down with where the it's not really it's a thicker swampy bottom with some it's
0: like completely overgrown at this point, yeah, it's just like super, real overgrown, super thick. yeah, there's some swampy, floral. there's some just beautiful area, but yeah, it's like, like bushy unhuntable. Shit. yeah, it's like
2: it, it's a doe paradise, like yeah, I'm sure. all the does came out of there, yeah, when I was hunting there in rifle last year it all came out of that area
0: crazy buck sign down there too like but it's just there's no trees to hunt it's It's really hard to hunt it's an old
2: strip mine area
0: it's overgrown so much why don't you drop a pin at this point (laughs) (laughs)
2: we'll cut that out anyways so we get i get down in there and i'm like okay so the 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 overgrown stuff kind of comes out to a point and then it drops back in kind of like peninsulas out and then it comes back out and there's two if you look at them like a pair of lungs basically right there's like two oval shaped openings in the woods and then it pinches down in the middle yeah right there and there's one little opening it goes through and then there's like a multifloral island that runs through and kind of separates the two i'm like okay well this is a great pinch spot right here i was like but you know joe's gonna be right over there it's that's not that far away, I don't want to screw up his hunt, my wind's kind of quartering to him dangerously, like very dangerously, like that's one of those winds I don't really want to mess with, if they come from that area, I could be screwing up his hunt, I don't want to screw up his hunt, so I actually walked past the tree I ended up setting up in, and I was going to set up in this disgustingly ugly maple, it was like a split maple with a bunch of little humps all over it the whole way up, and it was a hard lean back, I'm like, no, not no, doing this. No, no, no. So I'm standing in that tree for what seemed like forever, probably 10 minutes. I'm sitting there. It's like noon at this point, and I'm looking all over, and I'm like, dude, I just don't like this setup. I want to cover this spot over here to the left. I'll give Joe everything over here on this other side, but this tree is not the tree, so I'm just sitting there, and the sun's just right in my freaking eyes as I'm trying. So I'm using the big maple to kind of block the sun to look for trees, and I see one, I'm like, that's that oak's okay, but it's in the multifloral, and it's kind of nasty. I'm like, that would work, but at that point, I'm kind of committing to one side. Right. I want to cover both, but I also don't want to get too close to where he's at. So I dropped him a pin, and there's like an old lock-on from years and years ago down in there. I said, you want to you be between this pin and kind of where Russ was. And I think he already had a, a spot in mind because he had hunted there in years past as well. So I'm like, you need to be somewhere in this area. It looks so good. And there's like running tracks through the mud, right, you know, right through this like lane, this open lane. So I start looking. I, I move over a little bit and I see this tree just on the other side of mine, about 10 to 15 yards probably. I'm range finding it. It was 12 yards. So I'm range finding it and I'm range finding the edge of this other opening in the woods. And it's like 35 yards. And then 12 yards. I'm like, okay, so I should be able to cover the whole thing pretty comfortably. I'm going to go climb up that tree. So I got up the tree, and the whole time in my head, I'm like, dude, I, I shouldn't be hunting here. I should have went the 70, 80 yards over and hunted that other trail I initially wanted to. And I'm beating myself up because, again, don't want to blow his hunt. Yeah. And then, I'm going to be honest, this is going through my mind. And then at one point, I'm halfway up the tree, and I'm still beating myself. And I'm like the hell am i worried about his hunt for the kid just killed a freaking 160 last year (laughs) 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 he shot a buck every year for like the last 20 freaking years i haven't killed a deer in two years why am i still worried but i'm like but i still feel guilty i get that you know i did i really did i'm always like trying to guide and help other people so
0: i was like a little scummy going in there after russ was just in there but he kind of he kind of gave up the area at that point Yeah. if you have two shooters and an eight come past you, are you going to pack up and go up to camp the next day? Or are yeah. you going to stay in town and, and yeah. go after that goddamn deer? Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> would find, find that damn dog. You would think. You would think. <laughs> you would think. But he kind of just like forfeited the area at that point. And we were almost trying to like tiptoe around it. Right? Yeah, like, right. We'll go here. We'll go there, you know. But honestly, he didn't spook any of those deer. They were naturally just going through there, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: He didn't bother any of them. He didn't. You know, there's little to no damage that yeah. he that he actually caused going through there and it's such a beautiful transition point between thicket to thicket. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're coming from that thicket mm-hmm. over in that dip that they're always running. Right. Where used to hunt. Yep. Yep. Uh what do you call it? The, the valley? R- the ravine. The ravine. Yeah. They're constantly running that thicket. It's super nasty in there. Yeah, the
2: top hill. And there then is that just co- like...
0: connects to that swampy thicket where, like yeah. I said, there's always like crazy rubs. Beautiful, like big buck sign in there, and that's just that that connecting point. It really and is. It's a beautiful little. Why like, wouldn't they run it again? Yeah, Inch right. Transition. They were it the other night. You know.
2: Well, there's a hot dough in the area too. Either Plus she was a hot doe. She yeah. was in heat, or she was coming into heat. You know, that was Wednesday. It's now Saturday. You know, yeah, that's that's a few too many days for her to still be in heat. But if she's in heat in that area and she's a part of a doe group, another doe might be in heat in that area that's in the yeah, same right. doe group. Yep. You know, and if she's hanging out over there and there's bucks chasing and running, they're going to be in that area, I, I would think. So we were. We were kind of like, you know, we don't want to. We're not that guy to, like, just, oh, you saw a buck there? Let me go move in and, and try to kill it or nothing. Pinch. Yeah, the <laughs> old PA Pinch. Like, well, we're not trout fishing, right? Yeah. Seeing a guy catching all the trout in the hole and you try to move in on him. <laughs> but, yeah, he packed it up. He went to camp for uh, Friday, Saturday, and, and over the weekend and to hunt up there. And I was like, you know, we got to get over
0: there. Yeah. Like, we have to. Why, we have to give it a shot miss out on that opportunity, though? Yeah. You got hot dough in the area. you got bucks cruising through... Why tiptoe around it? Yeah. You know, we're all a team. Right. Especially yeah, when he sends
2: me a pin, and it's literally, like, five yards from all the pins that I marked last year when I did my scouting yeah. in there. And I was like, hmm. You know, it had it been an area that I was, like, totally clueless, and I just went in there because he had seen deer, I think that plays different in my mind. You know, I had, I had done the research in this area. I've done the scouting. I had not hunted it yet this year, yes, but he did, and he saw a good sign, and I'm like, oh, boom light bulb went on like this is the area he's in because when he fished when he first sent me that i just thought he was hunting the ravine like he usually does right you know and and i did kind of move in on him on that spot years back but <laughs> um he's
1: family it's a family is. property no it, you guys is. Are like, honestly, yeah. it is you're like honestly it is yeah
2: he's not the type to kind of do it. he's probably used to it at this point anyways <laughs> <laughs> so we get down in there get in my tree and I'm basically right in that middle, like I said, between the two lungs where it pinches down. It's only 10 yards wide. Yeah. And I'm right there. I got the multifloral island of multifloral. It's probably 30 yards wide. It's to my right. I put it up on my weak side so I can shoot everything else pretty much. And I see <laughs> I see a tree start shaking over towards. He, he had called and texted me. He was coming in. I'm looking. And I text him. I see you. I Took the wrong
0: route. <laughs> He's like fighting his way. I haven't through been. It. I haven't been in there in years and years. <laughs> and I used to hunt like the dead center of it, the bull. and the dead center. It's of grown the grown up so much since no, then. Boy, no. I didn't even think it was still huntable over there. Yeah. Until Russ said he was in there, and I was like, "That's a nice area, you know." Like I, I shot a buck back, back there, when I was younger. I was a little eight. He he made a scrape like around where Charles was hunting. Came around to me, I ended up shooting them, but it's a very nice area. Yeah. And I just thought, I tried setting up a blind or something in there a couple of years ago, or last year, I two years ago or something like that. Me and McCoy went back here. And that swampy area I wanted to set up a blind on, it's unhuntable. It's all the saplings turned into trees yep. over the yeah. time that I've been back there. You'd have to go in a and chainsaw just crazy, and just clean lanes crazy, out. Crazy, crazy, it's, it's so overgrown. wild. Yeah, so I tried taking the old route, the and old I rat. got caught in that <laughs> thickness that used to be little teeny saplings are now. You know, it's just it's pretty, way, pretty crazy. I, I, but I it made like my way through there.
2: Yeah, it makes a hard edge. Like you're yeah, literally looking at this trails, edge, though. and it's just like a real hard edge. Yeah. So it's beautiful, it's gorgeous. Like you just want to be right up on that edge. There's a beautiful trail coming in and out from that hillside. And you know, I'm I'm thinking back like when he shot that deer back in that bowl and in the memory of like going into that spot and it's like it is, it's totally different. Like I didn't even realize that's where he hunted that night was in that bowl. And I'm like, Holy shit, it all came together. I actually shot my biggest Pennsylvania turkey in that bowl. I snuck up and shot him in the fall yeah, that time. Yeah, I shot I him from up on top from that yeah. four-wheeler trail. I crawled to the edge and blasted him. So, like, this area's got, you know, some good memories in it, and it's a, it's a really good area. So, we're all set up. We're kind of hanging out. It's it's a pretty quiet afternoon. Not much going on. I don't think I saw a single deer, Um, you know, leading into the, the afternoon and sat up there for a couple hours, kind of waiting. Saw him come in, and everything got settled down. I kept texting him, like, hey. Think I should rattle? Think I should grunt? And like I'm kind of messing with him because I don't—I li- know he doesn't like to do that stuff. But I have it. I brought it in for a reason. Yeah. You know, I—I I don't think I might have had my rattling antlers, but I know I had my grunt tube. And I was like, I don't know, man. I kind of want to stir things up. He keeps
0: telling me, "No, don't do it. Don't do it." I'm just more of a fan of natural movement, you know. I understand. Like that. you know, deer cruising through that area. Plus, I don't know about him, but I was in the area where, like that swampy. Thicket has like a hillside where it can just look right in on me you know there could be a deer on that hillside looking at me and i i'd never see him he could see me just fine Oh,
1: totally it's
0: like they're looking through like the people in the door and i'm trying to look at the door through the people you know like (laughs) i i can't see them you know there's a couple areas like that but like i was telling him the same thing and i'm like well the good thing is it's really loud you know right yeah so if they're inside this bowl you can most likely hear them right but like where i was sitting if i started rattling and there was a deer like over in that swamp area and looked up at me he'd he'd pretty much like yeah i see you man yeah it was and i'm 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 twitching or spitting or doing whatever i'm doing or moving around and he's watching everything you know so honestly to do that was probably the wrong move yeah
2: my thought process was you know if i rattle or if I grunt, he's basically to my downwind side. So if a buck does circle to try to get downwind, he's going to shoot him.
1: Yeah, right.
2: You know, but I'm like, all right, you're right. We'll just play it out. We'll chill. We'll, we'll hang out and see. Because that bowl is just covered. The whole side's like all big, giant, big, mature oak trees. I think you I know, know what you're talking about. A bunch of acorns. Yeah. It's got like um, aspens and stuff. So you have like a bunch of crunchy leaves, some maples. And it's loud. I mean, it's, it's dry and it's loud out. So it's closing in on 5 o'clock, haven't seen anything, um, I just put my phone away, I was kind of, you know, messing around on a little bit here and there, just kind of, I don't know why, but I always sit in the stand, I need to focus better, but I always kind of think ahead, I'm starting to think ahead, like, alright, if it doesn't happen today, what can I do? This day, that day, that day, am I going to hunt here, am I going to hunt there, I'm kind of putting it all together, Well, I put my phone away, I put it in my pocket, and I'm just hanging out. Enjoying the evening, I got you know my backrest on with the saddle and in a great spot, and all of a sudden I hear crunch, 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 and it's loud and it's aggressive, and I know grab your damn bow yeah. and get turned around right now. So as I mentioned in previous podcast, I I've been I switched to the one stick, and with that I have the Monarch platform, which is like 11 inches wide by you know maybe four inches in depth, in total, you know, you got two inches flat on top and then two inches of that angled platform. It's not a lot to get around the tree and make some crazy shots go around the tree, 360. So I've been carrying two wild edge steps with me. Put one on the right-hand side of the tree, put one on the left-hand side of the tree. I can put my right foot to the one on the right and turn around and shoot behind me. I can swing around the other way and shoot around the tree, 360 pretty much. Yeah. So I hear it, ground my bow off the hook to my left, Swing my foot to the right, hot edge step, plant my left foot up against the edge of my one stick, right on that little wing it has, basically. And I'm looking and I hear crunch, 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 and I see a deer. Like, okay, cool. Well, then I see Rack and I see Good Frame. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. Shooter, shooter, shooter. It's getting real. Like, right now in my mind, I'm like, holy shit. Here's a buck coming right. At me, yeah. like freaking barreling at me, and he's coming off that hillside basically the exact way I just walked in, and um, I'll let Joe tell what happened before that because he's seen him before, but this is the first I'm seeing him, and he is just barreling right at me. Yeah, right. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so I got my bow in my hand. I didn't range or nothing. I already, I already ranged pre-range. I knew where everything was, but. I clipped in with my release and he's coming right at me. And he's closing distance fast. When I first saw him, he was probably fifty to sixty yards. And and all I saw was antlers. I saw a rack that was basically at his ears. And I saw G twos. Oh yeah. And that was it. I stopped looking. I saw Frame Deer. I saw he was legal. You know, obviously I saw three up. But yeah, right. you know, I'm only looking at size wise. He's at or beyond his ears and he's got g2s and they're freaking nice yeah and he and i stop looking so he starts closing the distance gets about 35 yards and he goes behind a group of oak trees it's like three or four you know maybe uh basketball size trees i'm like okay he's coming with enough authority i'm gonna draw now he's not gonna see me and i'm not gonna get caught later so i draw Mm and get anchored in and i'm i'm on him he's closing the distance now he's at 30 25 and he's getting to like 22 yards and he's coming literally square at me you know I'm, I got the pin on his front of his chest and I'm just following him in he starts to just bend and quarter at me pretty sharp turn to his left just a little bit like 22 yards and he hesitates and I'm burying the pin burying the pin on that front shoulder and I'm about to let it loose, and he picks up his pace. He starts walking again. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Now he's turning. He's coming right at me, like, freaking to, to aim at his vitals. I'm now, my pin is on his antlers. Like, that's how severe he's right at me. Yeah. I'm up in the tree pretty good, too. Like, I, I climbed. I probably made five or six moves, so I'm I'm up there. You're up there ways, yeah. You know, I'm over yeah. 20 foot, probably, and it's a pretty open tree, so. He's coming, and he hits, like, man, 18 yards, I want to say, and he stops. And he kind of, like, jolted, and he's looking in my direction but not at me. And at that point, like, I almost sent one right into his back. And I'm yeah. like, don't do it. Just wait. And it, it thank God it just happened like that. He just kept going. <laughs> so he now he starts turning. He starts showing me that front shoulder. And I'm picking my spot. And he's showing me more and more front shoulder. He's turning, turning, coming in closer. He gets to 15 yards. Stops on his own. Quartering at me. Still pretty good. But he's now exposed his front shoulder. I can see ribs. I can see front shoulder. I'm putting the pin right on the shoulder. I'm going to blow through. And I'm going to ruin this deer's day. Like that's in my mind. That's where I'm putting the pin. And I'm bearing it on his shoulder. And I'm settling it. He stops. I make sure everything's lined up, settle the pin, let the arrow go. It hits probably an inch or two left back where I'm aiming. Maybe an inch. And I just see that arrow freaking laser beam right through him. Just right through him, just sucked into his body. I saw the entrance hit just behind the shoulder. Yeah. <clears throat> he takes a big hop left, and then an, I think another bound. And at this point, man, oh, my God, the adrenaline dump. Like he, I don't know if he trotted, I don't know if he walked, I don't remember. I just remember in my mind, I'm going,
0: fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, holy shit, holy
2: shit. And I'm literally, this is out loud. I'm literally being like, yeah. I'm, I'm screaming but whispering. I'm whisper screaming,
0: okay. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Joe, Joe, get him, get him, Joe, get him, Joe, Joe, <laughs> fucking kill him, kill him, Joe. And I'm
2: literally like, my hands and I'm. Oh, Joe, get him, Joe, because he went right towards him. Yeah. I saw where he was set up. I know he's right there. Like, he's right there. And, and now, mind you, the deer stopped behind a, a, I don't know if it was a big tree, a bundle of trees. I can't see him, but he stopped. And I'm like, I'm, I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, he's quartering hard. And, you know, that same story I told about that doe that I lost. It's playing back in my mind like he he bounded off and stopped that's normally not a good thing like he didn't act hit at all and i'm freaking out like i am freaking the hell out right now and i'm literally screaming like inside joe shoot this damn deer and put him down please for the love of god and all of a sudden i just see his his ass come out from behind the trees like stumble and then it was almost like he just laid down like he was gonna bed that's what it looked like to me like he just tucked his back legs ass went down front went down and he didn't move and i just (laughs) lost it like i am doing everything i can not to scream at this point because i know he's obviously seeing the whole thing yeah right right
0: there's there oh my gosh yes yes
2: And I'm just freaking out, dude! Freaking out! They got texted like "fuck yeah" with just all kinds of misspelled letters and shit. He said and yeah or
0: something like that. <laughs> he was like "fuck yeah, so said, let's go."
2: Execute, yeah. It was great, and uh, we were all pumped up. And then he sent his Snapchats out the deer land. Yeah, there. he sent
1: me one and it was like, <sighs> Took my I think you had texted me or something like that. Yeah, I think he had texted me like fuck down" or something like. That. I don't remember. I don't even remember what it was. But then I saw a snap from. Joe and I was like, "Oh, it's probably Joe." Like being like, "Oh, Charles shot or whatever." It's literally your buckler kicking its back leg. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, dude, let's like fucking around." Yeah.
2: yeah, but man, from my from my perspective, I was like, I didn't know he was going to just drop right there. He only went maybe 30, 35 yards from where I shot him, and never even knew he was hit. Just never yeah, knew was, he was
0: very hit. very odd. When I originally saw him cresting down the edge of that bowl. I saw antler like he said, and I, I was like, "Do I even text Charles at this point? Because if I do, he goes look at his phone. He's gonna, he's gonna mess this up." And yep. I'm thinking, he's kind of hanging out up there. I'll, I'll text him just in case, you know. I don't want him to get caught off guard because there's a squirrel over there in that area. Yeah. And as soon as I text him, the thing starts jogging right at him. I'm like, shit! Don't answer your phone! <laughs> don't answer <laughs> your phone! <laughs> then. I'm by knocking him the whole way, and I'm like, would I shoot him? Would I shoot him? Would I shoot him? You know, like, I didn't even grab my bow at this point because I had so much time. Yeah, right, I'm right. in a pretty thick area. He had to curl around this trail to get to me. Like, I got a ton of time if he even gets past Charles to grab my bow. I'm looking at him, looking at him. like, yeah, I'd shoot him. Yeah. And I grabbed my bow. I couldn't see him that good. Mm-hmm. His bad, his, his smaller side was towards me. I even know it was the same buck.
2: No, we've clue. been chasing.
0: I, I had no zero, clue. zero clue because uh, he came in the other. No, he came the same way the other night. But either way, I just couldn't tell. I mean, it was a thick area.
1: Yeah, right. And
0: I'm looking at him, looking at him, and I'm like, it's a pretty, pretty good buck, you know. And and that's just seeing him jog through thicket. You know, it's not like he was. Stand there wide open, and I'm looking at him like he was in the field. I was right. automatically like, "That's him I'm shooting him." Yeah, and uh, I'm like, "All right, grab your bow." I grab my bow, and he starts slowing down. And he comes to like a stop, and everything's racing through my head like shit. Like I don't even know if I range found any of these trails <laughs> yet. Like, and I'm thinking if it gets like, I don't know where Charles is. Like he had no we, clue. We just range that. found the same lock on and he's like i'm 40 yards from it and i'm like well i'm 45 yards from it yeah so i knew like somewhat that he was pretty close and but the lock on wasn't even like between us it was
2: like it was angle, it was, so it was this way from foot, me
0: right so it's like we're to probably my, 80 yards away from each other yeah, yeah maybe
2: less than 80 yards you know but it was it's more tomorrow of left, like it's one of those of we're not
0: letting anything get past this area kind of hunts you right, know yeah. right and i like that yeah. i don't mind that i'd rather do that or set up on one side of a thicket me set up on the other side and and pretty much just close off all exit routes like yeah i i want to go in here and succeed as a team it wasn't like a a me hunt or a him hunt it was mm-hmm. us hunt you right. know
1: well what if it just and, what if it just it wouldn't stop for him and it got past him right exactly. you know and it's on its way to you i
0: mean it's like you said
1: it's kind of that one i killed one a high of the one time
0: me and russ were 300 yards apart it went past him he he spooked a drawn back, and it came right to me 25 yards. I killed it, you yeah, know? Yeah. So, I mean, you never know what's going to yeah. happen. And being that close, you're pretty much locking down that area. As long as you're not screwing each other up, right. then, you know, you're working as a team. and
2: Which, where that buck came from was perfect. I mean, he was straight up wind from us, basically. Awesome. It was it was quartering from, like, his right hind over to his left shoulder. It's the least expected place, left shoulder. I thought. Yeah, me, me too, honestly. I mean, and, and shame on me because I've seen bucks chase doe. Down through that ravine that I used to hunt, down over the hill, right where I was at, you know, more than once, and that's more or less kind of where he came from. He right. more was like from the bull area, but man, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. You know, he came in and just like gave me that opportunity, of 15 yards, and yeah. smoked them. He ran 30 yards and toppled over. Beautiful, it was just dude. like unreal. That's
1: beautiful. That's freaking awesome, Bucky laying right there he is you brought him in i got his right there freaking
2: sweet buck man a good character too yeah he's not a super old deer i mean he's probably only three and a half maybe maybe i'd say three and a half is what i would bet but i mean for pa that's a really old deer don't get me (laughs) wrong you know that's very very highly pressured area honestly that we hunt there's some other douchebags in the area we can't talk about but um you know just a great buck it was a deer that's when I go back, I got all kinds of pictures of him yeah. all through the summer. He was in there. Like, he's a homebody deer. He's been in there all summer long, all over camera. He was there the whole first week. He was the one buck that I looked at. I was like, oh, my God, like that deer. He was definitely number one in that area. Yeah, yeah. sure. I'm yeah. like, look at the freaking rack on this thing. He just straight antler, 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 antler. Because yeah. they're, and, you know, score's a score, whatever. But when you look at the deer, it's just like, he take some really good pictures yeah Yeah, like that deer does he doesn't have a real widespread he doesn't have long main beams whatever he's got great character he's got freaking almost a turkey foot coming out of the one brow time he's got that hook on the other brow time super thick he's thick he's
0: gnarly that's the thing about that area it's like the deer just they come out they're just different they're different from i'm not saying anywhere else i'm just saying from like around here some of the places we hunt they're they're pretty different. They're, they're just thicker. There. They're yeah. just better. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's yeah. That was it, well, man. Uh, they, they punched my tag. I was like,
0: it's four <laughs> fifty-five. I yeah. almost shot him, and then he went down. Yeah. <laughs> I thought trolls missed. I'm not gonna I'm gonna lie to you. I heard the thwack, and I'm like, shit, he shot. You know? Yeah, like, right, right. And the deer just bounded off like nothing happened, mm-hmm. like like a deer that you missed and. I've hit and killed deer that have done that. You know, I'm sure we all have. Like, it's so surgically quick of a shot that, you know, they don't even feel it. If you don't bust up anything, you know, and that's what he did. He went through the rib and then came out of the gut. And he didn't even feel it. That buck had no clue he was even hit. And he starts trotting away, and I'm like, fuck, he missed, you know? (laughs) I'm thinking, all right, well, I either got to touch this buck with something, get a bleeder on him, you know, or... I mean, obviously, I'm going to try my damnedest to get the best shot on him possible. Right. But it's either force off a shot because Charles already hit him. Like, all right, there's some blood squirting out of him. I just got to get a a shot on him through this thicket or I got to kill this deer, you know. And I'm trying to figure out what the hell happened. Right. Because he didn't react at all. And he got to a point where he's 35 yards. I put the rangefinder on him. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm whacking your ass. Take a couple more steps, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I put the rangefinder on him. As I'm looking through the rangefinder, I see like this mark, like perfect, on him, you know, right behind his shoulder. I'm like, is that a hole? And all of a sudden, he starts getting Jimmy legged and I'm like, he's had enough. <laughs> yep, <laughs> <laughs> that boy's and, had enough. And, and hit him again. He ends up going down <laughs> right in front of me, and I. I pull out my phone. I still got the shakes cuz I'm in kill mode, you yeah, know. Right, and right? I I'm trying to film it and my phone's shaking like crazy. And I'm <laughs> trying to zoom in <laughs> on him and he's his head's flopping around. Kind oh, of stole man. his thunder a little bit. A little bit. Right. Sending off pictures I thought it was
2: pretty cool, though. I, dude, I didn't even know what I shot. Yeah, right. Like, I had right. no clue what I shot. Everyone said, what, what is sure it? he? I'm I was just as excited
0: as he was. Uh, yeah, was
2: like, how many points cool. is he? I don't know. I don't know.
0: I think know. I just
1: asked, well, is he a good one or something like that?
0: Yeah, I was like, I don't know. He was good good enough for
2: me was my answer. I think yeah. pretty much everybody. It was like, I don't I don't know. It was like, how many points is he? What is he? I, I don't know. He's just a, he's a big bruiser. I'm looking at Joe's Snapchat. I'm seeing five on one side. He's texting me. He's at least five on one side. I'm like, I knew
1: something was going on with that
0: brow. I said, I think it's a 10 with a sticker on the brow. Yeah. But his head's in the leaves, and he's. I'm looking at him, looking at him. But, yeah, it was super cool. And then what happened afterwards, we ended up having a small buck come in and kind of I, like, went right next to Charles and kind of, like, skirted yeah. off, like, scared. He was under And then he's tree. hanging out, and then all of a sudden he disappears into that thicket, and then we hear something making a scrape in there, and I see a body making a scrape. I'm like, shit, is that other shooter, you know? Like, how crazy would it be if we Double we both up. end up doubling up? It would have been nuts. And I heard it start working towards me through the thicket, and then I couldn't see it. Yeah. And then I just heard silence. I'm like, I'll give it a couple minutes if I don't hear it move away or do anything you know i'll hit a couple grunts you know i can't see anything at all through there so i don't hear anything don't hear anything i hit a couple grunts and here comes out these little dinks (laughs) (laughs) these two little dinks come out they're hanging out with each other he's like a half rack six point there's like a a scene off of like uh lying King, like they're checking to see if the king's actually dead. Yeah, and they go over and they start sniffing them, and they they start hanging out around like all puffed up. They were up, so like, on edge. Yeah, like, like the one was like, "Shit, man, I don't want to get that close." And <laughs> the one's like, "Yeah, man, I'll get that close. I'll get that close. I'll touch him right now." It's like, should I snort? Right should I snort, wheeze at these guys <laughs> yeah, yeah, and watch like, them jump out of their skin? Oh my god, <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs>
2: That's oh, they did. They
0: circled them forever. Like, I got some these. good footage of that, too. I thought they were going to start goring them.
2: Yeah, I texted them. I said, This dude comes at my buck. You're going to have to shoot him off. I'm like, You're going to have to shoot him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Him. <laughs> <laughs> just eat tag. I don't care. Just We'll talk to the
0: game word after the fact. No. <laughs> that's yeah, I'm not the rest of the night. Just, I'm like, All right, I got I a decoy sitting here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, honestly, though. There's a
2: buck laying there, you know. So yeah, it was it was pretty wild, man. That that little buck literally, I could have dropped something on him. He was at the base of my tree, and he he I don't know if he saw me or smelled my scent on the tree. He just kind of like bounded off real quick and stood there like, what
1: the hell was yeah. that?
2: Yeah. And then he walked off. But so it was the rest of the night. I think Joe almost tried to shoot a doe and make our night even more miserable getting that thing out of there, because we're in there a little ways. I I I can't remember. I think it's close to a mile the way we have to walk to get out of there yeah and again we're down in the bottom of this big bowl so we got to get the buck out of there and he's like we start dragging him you know we're grabbing his antlers but again he's kind of you know he's kind of short beam so his points just stack Yeah, there's really not much to grab right it's it's hard to get a good grip on this sucker because he's he's just all points and we are start dragging he's like Screw this, man! We're gonna get the totem pole out. We're gonna drag. We're gonna carry this deer out. You know, going back to his old other I'm story like, with the doll. I'm telling you, it's legit. I'm telling like, right, you, it's dude, legit. I don't we care. I'm on cloud it. nine at this point. I was like, yeah. I fuck. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it. So we we cut the perfect tree, and like the perfect tree. This thing was like straight as an arrow. It was beautiful, strong sapling. Put it through him, and we start hauling him out of there.
0: <laughs> it's a big boy now. Yeah. It's a big deer. As soon as I get him up on my shoulders, I just feel the weight. The
2: weight, and he swaying yeah. back and oh, yeah. forth on this. I thing think that's another luck. thing that
0: screwed us because when I looked it up after we did it the first time, it said something. like, You got to tie the, the stomach up. Like, that's what I did the first time. You got to tie its back up. Oh man! The first it time would... I did it with the dough, I used my uh, your safety belt my, or something. My strap. Yeah. To uh, my limes and strap, I used it to to hold up like the back of the deer. And maybe that keeps it from swinging as much. I don't know what it actually does. I'm but <laughs> yeah, we didn't do that with this. We used no. that for his head to keep its antlers on. Yeah, and up. he's
2: got his climber on his back, his yeah. book bag. You know, me, I'm I'm good. I'm you know, a little saddle hunter, bro. I'm so like all I got hunter, is a book yeah. bag, you well, know. That, stick, That's it.
0: that the the pole went right on my climber. It didn't go on my shoulder, oh, it went on my climber, yeah. and I just went Ugh. so it's just like pulling a pull so like, me directly. Give me your back, stupid like, freaking uh,
2: clunky piece of metal. <laughs> he said...
1: I- <laughs> He sent me a Snapchat at one point, and it was you, and you had your climber on your back, and you're just like miserable. And he was like just dying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was so bad, dude. We were, so we were like twenty yards. It was stop, legit. Yards stop yeah, it is. was
2: it was legit to get him out of that bottom. Yeah. Once we got him out of the bottom onto the trail, we probably should have just dropped him and and drug him. You know, but no, we're committed. My shoulders are still sore and bruised today. I can I mean, only so, imagine that. It's a week later. Holy my shoulders are friggin' tore up, dude. Like, that's a big boy, and we're trying to switch. <laughs> big boy. We're, we're dropping them. We're like, oh my God, this is terrible. It took us so long to get them out of the woods. That's Finally, funny. we get them to the last home stretch, and we're still carrying them at this point. Like, it, it, we're all in it for no reason at all it's just about pride at this point <laughs> i'm like screw this dude and i just took all the ropes off and i threw the damn stick and we drug them out and i was like we should have been doing this the whole time yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no
0: shit That's on the so wet funny. grass we should have been doing that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. wet grass just the downhill. weight of him alone it was no there's nothing like the dough <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a big body. I don't know if you didn't weigh him, did you? I did not weigh him. But he was a but big body. I know my dad had shot
2: a a big mature doe and a yearling, and then I put him up beside the two of them. He dwarfed that doe, yeah. like dwarfed her, man. Yeah. So I, I mean, I know I got a lot of good meat off him, and and he's a big. He was definitely a big body deer. He's, yeah. I would say on the hoof, um, well, I would say after gunning him, he might have been like. Maybe in the 170, 180s range. Big year. Weight, yeah, weight big wise. Deer. Right. You know, on the hoof, he, he might have been, well, I don't know, maybe in the, on the hoof, he was, you know, just cresting 200. Because yeah. you talk about the gut weight and whatnot, but he might have just been pushing 200 on the that's hoof. It's a big deer, dude. Yeah. that's, that's a big deer. It's a big deer. And again, he, he might have been four and a half, three and a half, four and a half. Know. I don't know. It's a good deer. I'd have shot him all day, oh, no dude. matter what. It, it, again, talk about score, you know. He scored 126 and two-eighths. He just beat Pope and Young. There you go, beautiful. Super pumped. Yeah. My second biggest buck ever. My first ever archery buck that I tagged that was not on the one specific property in PA. Yeah, right, right. Because I killed all my three off that other property. Yeah, dude, seriously, though. And this is the first one other than Spikey up there that I've taken off of that property. Yeah. So I was pumped, man. Again, on cloud nine, still am the relief and the stress release, like just yeah, so much weight off my shoulders. Like That's two awesome. years ago, and just drives like, whoo, big deep breath release, and now I can focus on Ohio and just go play ball, go have fun. I like it. So, like it.
1: That's a good story too, man. Yeah. You're very detailed about that. I like it.
2: Yeah, it's the first I'm time I fan. really told it so that's good i didn't hear
0: it and i was 80 yards away from him yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) he kind of lived it with me yeah
1: i like it
2: Yeah, that's kind of what going through all my mind you know at one point i actually was like you know we we grew up catholic and whatnot but you know at one point i really just kind of put my head down in in my in my bridge there crossed up and just like did a little prayer i can't even lie to you like just a little prayer nothing special or nothing you know but like five minutes later red deer came in
1: that's so awesome yeah
2: <laughs> i was like holy so as soon as i shot him I'm like really yeah like, that's so awesome you know like holy shit like what a moment you know for it all to come together like that it was just like such a a surreal moment with him being that close yeah watching him go down you know you experience that moment with with somebody it's even better Absolutely. You know, when you're by yourself it's it's different. Yeah, the deer was coming, coming in
0: towards a lucky guy. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. off. That's what get. was going on. And he set
2: up. I knew what was going it. on. He was
0: like, hey, maybe we should go down there. You know? looked, he knew nah, what, he was, dude, he, he, knew was what going. he was doing. Dude, don't go to that other uh, spot. I, <laughs> like, just come down here, buddy. Come on. Same tree. This is the spot. Same tree. Same tree. You face this way, though. I've been
2: saying it for years. You can go back and date me on a lot of podcasts. If you want to kill big deer, you just need to hunt near uh-huh. Joe or Russ. I've said it many times. That's hilarious. I'm not afraid to admit it again. <laughs> There's so
0: many times though we've done that where we were that close, and we both even doubled up on oh, does, yes. multiple know? times.
2: We've but doubled within hundred yards of one another. That's we beautiful. do it a lot. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. That's why a lot of people, you know, get weird about being close to other people. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. As long as the winds right and you're doing
0: things the right way, I'd rather do that. I mean, how many times we do that this year? Where it's just like. We're literally hundred yards apart. We're not letting anything get in between us, you yeah. know. And it's not like we're hunting the same exact thing. Like that right. deer could have scooped around to me. It also could have went down that swamp, which is probably what it was going to do. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, so the way it was and it quartering. also could have came in behind me and came down through that way and started going towards him or towards the swamp. Yeah, you don't know what could have happened. That's, and true. that's why I said it was like a team effort and. I felt like I got that buck that night as well, you know. It was just,
1: yeah. I'm with you.
0: I was just as happy yeah. as he was, you know. I was up there. I was shaking for an hour. Yeah, I mean, right. I, mean I, had <laughs> scoot, I had to take myself out of kill mode. Yeah, but, you right. know, I was just as happy, you know. I was shaking up there as well. That's it, was, it was awesome. Yeah. Like, one of us got our target buck, you know.
2: I love that. Yeah. I love that. We were just talking about it on the last episode with Shane, like, Doing that rappel down, then yeah. you have a buck on the ground. Yeah and it didn't happen. I was like, Oh my god, this did you, is you. Did you do moment. what I
1: told you, you had to do? No, I don't I'm, Oh really? I don't even remember. Oh man, you were supposed to play the Mission Impossible theme song <sighs> <and> I'm like, <laughs> I never
2: You're right, rappel you did down. say yeah. that. It that's was in funny, my head. It was funny, definitely man. on in my head as I, I was like going it. down. I like it. That was the the quickest and most fun I've ever rappelled down a tree, to tell you that right now. That's so fun, dude. <laughs> So, that's it, man. More to come. I know we're way up there on time. That's okay. Huh?
1: That's okay. We're getting we're close up we're time.
2: This is going to slim down, too. There's a, Yeah, it's going to slim down. But, it's going to
1: be good. But a couple things that we want to bring up real quick. Okay. Uh, guys, the giveaway is coming up. Next episode, we're going to release all of the details. It's going to be freaking mm-hmm. crazy. You guys are going to love it. I promise you. Um, another thing. You guys have been so supportive throughout all of these episodes that we've had throughout the years. Uh, if you guys want to support us a little bit more in any way, we did set up a Patreon. There's three different levels. You guys can go on, check them out. We have a link tree set up with all of our links. You can check out the Patreon. It's there's no obligation. You don't have to do this, but if you want to support us a little bit more, it's out there. We yeah, appreciate you guys. The
2: Patreon's a cool thing, man, and you know it's something that we've kicked around for years now. and never thought, yeah, you know, we would do it, but. Honestly, we're gonna make it to where if you sign up for it and you become a patron, we're really gonna make it some big benefits we'll make for it. Worth a while. You know, we're gonna start doing giveaways on there. We're gonna, you know, give you'll see the levels. When you go on there, you'll see the levels. You get some free gear if you sign up for certain levels. And it's just what it is is we have a lot of equipment that needs upgraded here to keep this show going. You know, we've been doing this podcast now for over three and a half years. There's some old, outdated stuff that we just need to upgrade. Every bit, every penny that we're going to make in this thing has gone back into it, whether it's gear or, you know, because we still have gear. We have hats and shirts and all kinds of stuff still for sale. But, you know, this is another way for us to generate some kind of revenue to go towards the podcast. And it's all going to be right here, whether it's, you know, directly in podcast equipment or for me and you to go create more content. Exactly. Exactly. That's it, man. That's it. Good season so far, boys, but we ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. There's still a lot of season left. There's a lot of bone out there waiting for you guys. I agree. I agree. So go down, go out, knock some deer down. It's getting good. The moon's right. The weather's going to turn this weekend. There's going to be a front coming in. I know. I'm going out this weekend. My goodness, you have to. It's going to be the first Sunday of archery, too, this weekend. uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Good luck to everybody out there. Appreciate all the love and support that I've seen over the last couple of days. It's been unreal. Yeah. Like holy shit, unreal. So just know I've read and seen every comment and really appreciate everybody that's reached out. It's awesome.
1: I like it. Alright, buddy.
0: Till next time.
1: The distraction's real. Wheehoo.
0: Distraction's real.